Hey guys, I just wanted to say thanks for listening to Lockdown Universe for all this time. I really appreciate it. If you are able to, please consider donating like $5, $10 into the Anchor FM uh, uh, account. That way I can focus more on creating good content for you guys, buying better equipment, and making the overall podcast better. I appreciate you listening, even if you can't donate. No problem. Thank you so much for your listenership, and I always appreciate all the fans and the interactions that I have. It's great talking with you guys and great uh, providing content for you guys. Take care. Lockdown Universe, up next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Lockdown Universe. Some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Today we've got an interesting one. An Arizona man wants to sell his house for $6.5 million because of constant alien attacks. So many of you guys might have heard of a little-known story, or maybe a very well-known story, called the Skinwalker Ranch. Well, this is not that. The Skinwalker Ranch has many bizarre things happening, according to uh, individuals who live there, along with, you know, like dog-headed creatures aliens appearing, ships appearing, all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, apparently, this is a little bit more recent, and this is occurring in Arizona. And uh, this article comes to us from Ranker.com, and it states that, uh, you know, New Mexico gets a lot of extraterrestrial uh, notoriety. However, Arizona, in this particular case, takes the cake. Um <clears throat> So we've got the Phoenix Lights, right, in 1997. Uh, that was witnessed from people from Phoenix all the way out of Sonora, Sonora Mexico. Um, but one of the most important sites in Arizona is the Stardust Ranch, which has some of the craziest alien phenomena I've ever heard of. So according to the folks who live at this idyllic horse, horse ranch uh, are John and Joyce Edmonds, um, who are trying to sell their ranch for a reasonable rate. Uh, however, they're having difficulty because they have such notoriety with it being associated with aliens and uh, alien abductions. So this John Edmonds, the man who lives here with his wife, is a badass, okay? This dude literally has fought off aliens with his samurai sword and an AK-47 with a double banana clip. Okay, this guy is no, no bullshit artist. Pardon my French. This guy is 100% badass. Okay? I don't care what you say. So, John Edmund says that aliens aren't always friendly, and he said he has personally offed, that means killed, 18 graves with a samurai sword during his time at the ranch. He's even shared a photo of the bloodstains supposedly from these encounters. Dude, this guy single-handedly has killed more aliens than any man on the planet, including Arnold Schwarzenegger, in Predator, 
or any of the other movies. Aliens with Sigourney Weaver. I don't care what you say. This dude is the real deal. Okay? So, but you might be asking yourself, where are the remains? He says, if you don't take the heads, they disappear. That's what John Edmonds states. He clarifies that unless you cut the head off and disconnect the antenna that are on the top, so to speak, they instantly are able to disappear and let the the mothership know that they need to dematerialize. And he states that even with a razor-sharp sword, it's nearly impossible to decapitate them with one swing. So the Stardust Ranch is located in Buckeye, Arizona, which is about an hour and a half away from Phoenix, and it's the exact site of the 1997, I think it was 97, yeah, uh, Phoenix Lights. So maybe that's why there's so much crazy stuff going on down at this Stardust Ranch, because it was the site of the Phoenix Lights, and clearly there was a reason why this massive mothership was hovering over this area, whether it was the U.S. government was holding one of their VIPs underground in a base, and they were there to threaten us, or some other uh, extraterrestrial paranormal portals are going on at this particular uh, location. So that was the case down at the uh, Skinwalker Ranch, and this seems to be the case at this ranch. Uh, John Edmonds states that there are many portals that open up that allow triangular-shaped aircraft to flow through, um, aliens to fly through, um, as well as um, orb-like ships to pass through. Um, he states that he's seen these portals or stargate-like openings appear at his ranch and all around his ranch. So we have high strangeness going on in this case. He's got massive amounts of portals that are popping up. They're able to allow huge ships to come through. They're able to allow aliens to pop through and orb-like ships to come through. So not only has he seen triangular ships, which are very common in UFO lore, lore but he's also seen these orb-like ships. So those are different, right? Those are they could be a different species or they could just be a different uh, ship altogether. So, moving forward here, um, he says that uh, the property has just been a hotbed of extraterrestrial activity since he and his wife moved in 20 years ago. Dude, I don't know how this guy survived 20 years in this place, man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If it was me, I'd be booking it out of there. I'd be like, bam, hit me up an Uber, get me the hell out of here, or I got my Ford F-150 or my Chevy Silverado, and I'm rocking and rolling out of that place. I don't care. I ain't coming back. Shoot, I, I, I might be all going all the way up to Canada to get the hell away from there, right? So uh, Edmund states that aliens also tried to take his wife during one night. He stated that uh, a cone of light came down, and she started to rise into that cone of light, he immediately grabs his AK-47 with a double banana clip, runs outside, starts opening fire, and empties that clip. Now, I don't know if he saved his wife at that time or not, 
uh, but but he states that he opened up fire and he didn't stop. So he, hopefully he saved her. I'm assuming he did, otherwise it probably would have been a different story. So <clears throat> uh, he also says the aliens appear inside his house. So he stated that he's seen and heard them in his sunroom, and when they when their presence is known, they actually damage his house. So they do a lot of vibrational. Uh, transportation, right? They transport uh, their bodies, uh, they atomize their bodies and kind of go through the, the walls and the windows. And so he states that his windows and his uh, in his house have been become very difficult to shut. He's had to adjust them. He's had to uh, take them out. He's had to realign them with screwdrivers. He feels like the high frequency buzz and the side effects of their phasing in and out of interdimensional travel has damaged his house. Um, he's also appeared on Google Hangout interviews with Carrie Cassidy from Project Camelot, and they stated that they were able to see a short figure appear behind John Edmonds while they were doing the interview on the internet. So, I mean, that's pretty interesting. Um, so, of course, John's had a ton of different squabbles with these aliens. He stated that he was left with a large amount of tissue and fluid samples from the greys, uh, so he wrote that his his samples were obtained after he nearly split a gray in two uh, with a, an exceptionally well-sharpened samurai sword. He said that he had the material analyzed by people and the liquid appears to be pure hemoglobin and that the skin looks like segmented grass, except it's not grass. So that's really interesting. I, I don't know what he they mean by that, but that's, I mean, it's right there in black and white. He's, they stated that the skin looks like segmented grass. So maybe these creatures are very biological in nature, and like, you know, we've heard stories of UFOs being made, uh, or at least they look like they've been made by like, you know, some backyard project where they appear very like biomechanical in nature, like grassy and muddy like craft as opposed to like rivets and metal like craft so it's possible that some of these aliens could be grassy as well you know they could have could have been created from dirt and grass i mean these guys the aliens are very sophisticated they can create a lot of things i mean when we look at uh, some of the pyramids that were created it looks like they melted rocks together not necessarily at the pyramids but like pumapunku and some of these other uh, alien artifactual sites it looks like they melted the rocks into each other so that they could fit together and create whatever type of structure they wanted to do, wanted to create. Very fascinating if you look into it. Look at rock melting on the internet. Uh, rock melted like structures, uh, and you'll be able to find them. It's the technology is fascinating. So it wouldn't surprise me if they could have created some sort of alien that was made out of like dirt, grass, and some other random stuff that they could find around. Um, with their ship and their technology and probably put like some hemoglobin in there and make it a, make it an entity and then when it dies all it is is just uh, terrestrial remains so that they there's nothing left to prove that aliens existed over there ever really fascinating right so moving forward in the article um, the stardust ranch is super spacious uh, John Edmonds stated that he used the land to run a horse called Hopeful Hoofs. That's, that was his name for him. And that all the space seems to be very attractive for the extraterrestrials. As we stated, they open up portals all around the ranch. 
Um, he's, he also claims that he has scars from alien encounters. So during these frequent tangles with aliens, he says he's got the marks to prove it. He shared a photo of one particularly nasty mark on his calf, which came from a battle with a malevolent E.T. It sounds like all these E.T.s were malevolent, man. It seems like they were all trying to, trying to attack him or kidnap them or abduct them, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he says that Edmonds and his wife have experienced skin punctures, triangle depressions in the skin, uh, severe bruising, skin disfigurement, similar to what one would experience if they were exposed to radiation, which, followed, which was, was followed by nausea, uh, chronic fatigue, and muscle weakness. Now, he also says that aliens leave artifacts. A team of investigators spotted an alien on the Stardust Ranch property. It froze, and it dropped a mysterious object on the ground. The small, round stone uh, features... Uh, oh, it, it was a small, round stone, and it features a hollowed-out center resembling the many portals that John Edmonds state appear on his ranch. So they haven't stated that they sent this thing in for, uh, you know, compound... Uh, testing or anything like that to find out if it was terrestrial or extraterrestrial but they have found some artifacts so and apparently the property has a long and pretty pretty creepy history um the previous inhabitants of the ranch were gina irons who stated she lived there in the early 70s the previous owners were eager to leave too uh, she and her sibling spotted a green something or other lurking in the hallway uh, even a non-believer spotted a strange figure one night after chasing it through the house. Uh, he returned shaking with the hairs on his arms standing straight up. No one was there. Pretty creepy stuff, man. So, and they have these ghost uh, adventures crews going out there, investigating and trying to figure out what's going on out there. They were pretty, uh, pretty convinced that something was happening out there as well. So what do you think? You know, have you done any investigation on a Stardust Ranch? What have you found? Have you found that anything is, has piqued your interest? Anything has come to light for you? Uh, you know, as we continue to explore and expand our knowledge on this UFO base, we have to explore all these other options as well, whether they be paranormal, alien, or extraterrestrial nature, or what have you. But uh, if they were just paranormal and, you know, of the spirit world or something like that, John Edwards wouldn't be able to slice it in half with his samurai sword uh, like like a ninja, right? Clearly there's something there. Um, he states that although he's leaving, he says that uh, the house and the property holds lots of secrets and he believes um, there's future opportunities to understand the forces of the universe if you choose to live there, but he states that you should be very well grounded because the energy that is there on the property has a tendency to manifest with whatever is going on with you. So keep that in mind. Very fascinating stuff. Uh, interesting. Uh, it's something to keep in the back of your mind if you're ever looking to purchase a property that has extraterrestrial entities living on it. You may want to charge them some rent, folks. So anyway... I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I think there's lots of properties out there like this. I think that there's some that are more popular and, and the owners are more willing to discuss the property with folks than others. Some other people, they just move out. They leave and they're like, I'm out of here. I'm not going to talk about it. 
But these guys, John Edwards and Joyce, they're very vocal about it. I believe they've written a book about it as well. I thought I saw that as I was scrolling through. Um, but they've definitely been interviewed by many people, uh, many news stations down there. Um, you know, this was in 2019 when they were t trying to sell their house. I don't know as if they were able to sell it. Seems as though they were asking a reasonable price for it. But then again, if you have these entities on your property and you've got all this notoriety and all these stories out there now, it might be pretty hard to sell. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you're enjoying your week. Um, hopefully I can continue to bring these to you a little bit more frequently as I'm trying to do. Uh, so keep those coming to you. And, um, you know, hopefully you're taking care of your emotional, physical, and spiritual health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, whatever they might be. Meditation, drawing, woodworking, working on your car, spending time with family, going for a walk, shooting hoops, whatever it is. Do what you can. Do what your body will allow you to do. Do what your mind will allow you to do. Sometimes it can only be a few things. Sometimes it might just be one thing for the day. Whatever that is, do what you need to do. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys. Lockdown Universe out.